What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Are you ready? Starting now? (laughs) Now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. (laughs) Fuckers fuckers better appreciate it. (coughs) What's the title of this Um, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Our fucking faces are everywhere now. Right. (laughs) You're welcome, ladies. (laughs) Right. Popular with the ladies. (laughs) Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds fucking hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really? really this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And we're doing uh, one more week of testing, and uh, I guess we'll just hear her happy voice right off the bat. We do have a guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Well, hi, I'm Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to say, hi, I'm Kathy. I'm a normie. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Kathy. (laughs) I'm a normie. I'm the sister of these knuckleheads. (laughs) <laughs> well well good see there now we got the proper opening so um and and again it, everyone if you if you heard the kind of like the bonus episode that we did uh, yes kathy kathy's our sister um i had her do that uh, quick bonus episode with me that we recorded a couple of weeks ago from a testing mode but we wanted to do that uh, one more time because we had chris on last week and by the way and uh, i should look again the last time i looked um and hang on one second while i'm looking here chris's episode was doing really well kathy your little five minute clip had uh 20 23 plays Ooh. right now ah shit Chris's, and I was hoping I had this. It was at 69 before. God damn it. Now it's at 70. Well, whoever damn. listened to whoever listened to that last one, damn you. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, Chris's, this is, uh, I mean, by far in a week, I think the, the, the most plays we've had in such a short period of time, right. I believe. I mean, we've got. We've got more plays on more episodes um, total, but uh, yeah, this the episode with Chris did did really well. So I was thinking about it. So Kathy, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate this to the to the concert that Mike and I Norm, went through or went Normie's to. Okay. Rock. So. Normie's what? rock. I thought you said Normie swap. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Occasionally. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a, I'm about ready to mute you. Getting all rude. Now. Oh wow, I'm rude. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, it's just that was that was horrible. Okay, so anyhow, no, the concert that we just went went to in Green Bay. So so far, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, because since we haven't had a, the second band on yet, Chris is right now the Velveteers came out really solid, uh-huh. sounded great, really really good. So Kathy, you're right here. There's a choice, okay? You can either be rival, 
You could either be rival sons, or if you suck, you're going to be Greta Van Fleet. Uh huh. And Chris goes, Chris goes into the rival sons spot. So wow. just no pressure, but I'm striving for rival. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, it was, uh, and seriously, while we were talking to Chris and I said that, I'm like, I'm like, watch, this will be the, right. the highest, the highest played episode. And mm-hmm. I mean, so far in a week, I think it, if it hasn't been the, and I don't remember now going back, but, uh, one way or the other, it was great. So, right. um, well, I know, um, I know she had some people at work listening. I know at one point at, at her, at the animal hospital that she works at, um, they started playing the episode, um, like out loud for several people to listen oh, to. Really? And uh, <laughs> and they uh, they they nixed that fairly quickly yeah. because uh, you know <laughs> not safe for work, kids. Right. Right. Yeah. If yeah, if you're if you're listening to this, for instance, on a Sunday morning in church, probably not the best place. I would laugh mm-hmm. if somebody was listening to us in church. We had uh, one of our followers, um, Daphne, the one we talked about. They, uh, she's the one that had the mug and posted posted that picture with the mug recently. Right. Um, Daphne said that she was just listening to one of our episodes in the grocery store the other day, and she's like, "She's like, I spent way too much time in there because I was trying to concentrate <laughs> on what you guys were saying." She goes, "She goes, just so you know, though, my chili's gonna suck." She goes, "I forgot to buy the crackers for my chili, so it's your fault." Nice. <laughs> and I said, "I said, good." I said, "We'll take that hit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't do anything where you got to concentrate. Just listen to us. We're we're having fun here, so. <laughs> But um, really quick, Mike, in, I mean, it's two weeks from now is your radio gig, so right. I wanna, I'll, I'll start posting about that again, but um, give a quick recap of what that is. It's on the website, but give a quick recap of what's coming up for you. Um, yeah, well, it's uh, WJCU. They're, the co- they're one of the college radio stations here in Cleveland. Um, they're a nonprofit, and uh, every year in February, they do a radiothon, and um, I donate money to uh, go on the air and play all my horrible, loud music. Uh, so I will be doing that um, August 26th from uh, 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern. Was it Daylight Standard? I can never get that straight. Right? <laughs> Eastern real, Standard. Real-time Daylight Standard. Whatever, whatever it is now, before it changes. <laughs> from 7.30 to 9.30. Um, you can find it at uh, WJCU.org. It's on the TuneIn app. Uh, WJCU has a, an app of their own you can download through whatever you download your apps through. And, um, yeah, you know, just being a part of the community, I get to do that today. Support something cool, local radio, and, um, and like I said, go on and play my loud, horrible music for everybody. <laughs> do they? So do you? Uh, do they let ahead, you yeah. play anything you want, or do you have to follow a format? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's the, the show is metal on metal. It is the longest running heavy metal radio show. Uh, I know in America and possibly the world, they're celebrating their, uh, 40th anniversary this year. Um, yeah, Bill Peters is the host. He's been doing it since 1982. That's cool. And, um, yeah, it is, it is. And I get to be a part of it every year. So that's a very cool Mm -hmm. thing. Um, yeah, so, but to answer your question, um, yes, it is, you know, um, hard rock, heavy metal, but uh, I throw a little punk in there, too, because that's what I do. <laughs> and uh, do they, and I don't remember, do you, like, can you take call-ins or anything like that, or request, or you just have everything all set up before you go? Um, I, I set everything up. Um, I take one, one request. Uh, Chris gets to uh, request one song, you know, because, uh, so yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know, she earns it. Right. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, but everything, it's, it's me, uh, you know, like uh, Adam Sandler and the wedding singer, you know, I have the microphone and I'll say the goddamn thing I want. So if the if the words sober not mature happen to slip out of your they mouth, may. they yeah. may just uh, <laughs> yes they may slip out. <laughs> that's cool, awesome. And I think uh, so that week obviously we're not going to record on that Friday. Maybe we can do it on Saturday. But right, um, yeah, one one way or the other that would be cool. Kathy, are you like eating? Or I'm something, sorry, or? I was eating the leftover popcorn from your Mars <laughs> Mars cheese castle. <laughs> and, and that's fine. You you do have a mute button, right? I mean, I'm just. I'm just wondering. See, look at what we have to deal with here. This is so we're, lear- we're learning something else. I guess, Mike, from now on, just a note note to self, we have to tell our guests not to eat a popcorn from a cellophane bag. <laughs> and since it brought up the mute button in Kathy's episode, um, and why you didn't jump on this bill is beyond me, but in Kathy's little short episode there, uh, there's a quote, and if there's any way you can isolate it and play it later, Bill, I would love it. She prefers the purple. Oh. <laughs> she prefers when it's purple. <laughs> you know what? I, now that you say that, I, I heard about that. But, yeah, I can I can do that. Maybe I'll just add that. I'll add that to our intro or something uh-huh. like that if I can try to isolate that. <clears throat> After it's like, uh, yeah, whatever it is, chicks think, yeah, I prefer the purple. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I prefer when it's purple. <laughs> but yeah, so um, also the the information for for Mike's deal coming up is on is on the website. Also, it's on our sponsor page. So sobernotmature.com. Just click on the sponsor page, and then you'll get the the links. Also, link to the website to the radio station website. But in the next uh, between now and the twenty sixth, we'll. I'll post up some more stuff on there. I right. I, I know we did it, but I, I wanted to you know, obviously have you talk about that because we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but, cool. Uh, so yeah. cool. And in the week leading up to it, if you're on Facebook and you follow my dumbass J. Michael Harris, um, yeah, I'll be I, – I, I saturate <laughs> when I lead up to it. So. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah, anything you post like that, that I'll, uh, I mean, I can grab some of it cross posted on Instagram cool. too. So um, yeah, we'll get that on there too. So real quick, kind of a, kind of a side note too. And I'm listening, as you know, I listen to all these different podcasts and all these, all these different podcasts have different seasons. So people are on like season two and season three and whatever. Mm-hmm. So when should we switch? Switch to what? <laughs> to ah. season two. A season two, and I'm and I'm thinking about it. Is that I mean, this is episode number twenty five. Mm-hmm. It seems like a logical place to do it, but a lot of these people they'll take a break, they'll make a change. I don't think we're <laughs> going to change anything. Oh God, no! <laughs> but you know, I mean, basically, what I'm we've already we've already upgraded the the software and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So we got all that in place. But um, I was just thinking about it'd be. I'm just also curious, like on Spotify and things like that, how it separates it. So hmm. we may make uh, in. If you don't care, then we'll make this the end of season one, and then uh, twenty six will be the start of season two. Look at two. me on the grand finale. Um, ah, <laughs> right. Oh, okay. No, we gotta go one more week. <laughs> we gotta go one. Oh, I just thought about that. Damn it. <laughs> well, I I was actually thinking um, after episode fifty two, after a year, so you can uh, slam that you know that goof nut that told you you wouldn't make it a year. Oh yeah, I mean we're almost uh, in. No, I I'm going to be fronting here a little bit by saying it, but we're coming up on mm-hmm. six months, so, right? You know, yeah. so I mean, technically, at, as of uh, well, episode 26 would be halfway. Yeah, it it'll would. be 20. 
Yeah. So why don't we do it after oh, a bowl? No. Half of fifty-two we'll... is twenty-six. No. Good job, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I. That's why I was saying <laughs> that. My yeah, so either way, I <laughs> would prefer to be. Can I be on next week so I can still be the grand finale? Nope. We're gonna get somebody real. <laughs> oh come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. All right. So, but no, you ate popcorn. That's you just threw yourself out of there. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. So. Quick, quick question though, and I, I know I know I brought it up, and uh, we've told a ton of different stories about you, but I just I wanted to give you the opportunity out of all these stories that you listened to and you've yelled at your whatever streaming device you're using at the time. <laughs> are the stories at least true, whether they whether they make you feel foolish or not? Right, if they're flattering they, or not, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, have they been, have they been true and accurate? I just I figured this is your opportunity. Yes, they're true. <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to give you a chance, but I also wanted you to admit well, that. Well, you know, I'm not going to so lie about it. I'm just, I'm way too straight and narrow for that. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's a that's the thing, and uh, I know both Mike and I have said it before that. Um, I mean, you're one of the you're one of the nicest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Between you, Kimmy. Jody, <laughs> wow. yes. um, and Chris. Yes. Chris even falls into she there. Does. Chris has got. She does. Chris is evil. She's got an evil mind. <laughs> oh yeah. She's still a, a really really good person. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the chicks rock. But <clears throat> yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So, do you have? Because um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I've got a couple of questions. I mean, because the whole thing is that obviously. You're a normie, but you're part of the family. You've been around us, mm-hmm. um, all those different things. So, I mean, I've got, I've got questions. But do you? Is there anything in particular that that you want to talk about, or you know, kind of get out there? Anything at all? Um, you start, and then I'll, I'll chime in. Okay. I'm actually. So, hang on, I've got a question. Yes. Yes, that's right. I have a question. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I almost oh. didn't. I almost didn't ask because I just I'm, now I feel bad. But right. Mike, anything <laughs> on your mind? Well, no, no. Uh, it's actually a question for Kathy. Yes. Um, like, describe. You know, you've, you certainly knew Bill before he got sober and after he got sober. Um, what are some of the changes you've seen in him, in his behaviors and his attitudes and that sort of thing? You know, what's it look like the before and after picture? Um, you know, for the most part, that's a great question. For, for the most part, he's, I, I mean, Bill, your personality is the same. Uh, you're still, <laughs> well, I mean, it is, you know, the good, bad, everything is pretty much the same. The only time where I would see, or I could identify a big difference was the last six months, uh, before you quit drinking. Because then there was definitely, uh, there was a huge difference there. You became somebody I didn't know. Um, and I mean, just really, you know, putting together all the bad, uh, it's just really just something, somebody I didn't know, somebody I couldn't talk to, somebody I couldn't reason with, somebody I was worried about. And when things were really extreme, it wasn't even six months, it was probably, the last few, I, I would say from um, Christmas forward, so for five months, it was really extreme and you were very different. But other than that, your personality before and your personality after are pretty much the same. Um, but, so, I mean, expand on that, though, the, the different part. And I know what you mean. 
Because I, I mean, you and I have talked yeah. about this, but you know, for for other people out there, and that's a first of all, that's a great question, Mike. Because if there are normies that are that are listening, this is probably one of those <laughs> questions that they're wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, but but no, seriously, because I know you mentioned from my birthday. Even even looking oh, back, you thought there was some trouble. I forgot but about I know, your birthday. But Christmas. I forgot about your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so let's give it a good well, six and I'm just months. yeah. So. Well, and then, yeah, six, seven months. But either way, Christmas, yeah, Christmas was definitely problematic. Mm-hmm. And then dad's funeral yeah. or whatever. But so when you say different in, in that, what do you just expand on that? Oh, gosh, you want details? Uh, <laughs> it was. Whatever. I mean, it's it's fine. It's nothing, it's nothing that you and I right. haven't talked about. You're not going to shock me and be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, okay. So the, the biggest differences were, so just in general, when I, when I found out that, um, you know, when, when I got that phone call the, the day before I came up and, and, uh, you know, saying that something's wrong with your brother and if you can't get up here, I'm going to take him to the ER. Um, you know, uh, Mark and I had an idea of what was going on, but, um, you know, looking back after you went through detox and, you know, moved into the, the Keating center and that sort of thing, um, the times that we got together, you know, we all got together a few times a year, three times a year, four times a year, something like that. And it was always at times where there was a party. It was Christmas. It was 4th of July. It was your 40th birthday, you know. So times when we were all out, um, you know, having beers and uh, sitting at the beach or, you know, going golfing or celebrating, playing charades, whatever. And would I have said at those times that you drank too much? Sure. But we all did. Uh, did I know that you were a guy that woke up in the morning and, you know, had to drink to calm yourself down to put your contacts in? No. Um, so that was shocking to me. Um, and I saw some of that, not, not that specific, but in, in that five or six months, your birthday was one, we were down for your birthday. Um, you know, the kids and, and mom and I were down for your birthday, Christmas, um, and the dad's funeral or those are the three. And, and then, you know, at the time, I mean, before you, the, the year or two before you sobered up, you and I used to talk every day, at least once a day. And, um, it was in those last months where I, you know, I saw some differences and just an attitude where you were just, um, it's like, you just didn't give a fuck about anything you did, but Hmm. you didn't. You did in the sense that, like, you wanted to be around the, you know, spend time with the kids and spend quality times with the kids. But um, I remember having a conversation with you one night, and I don't remember the specifics, but I remember saying that you better be careful or you're going to end up living in your fucking car, you know, your fucking piece of shit car at the time that you used to complain about. (laughs) And, uh, you know, generally speaking, you know, when, you know, you and I have always gotten along ever since we were kids. And, when one of us says something like that to the other, it's like, oh, geez, okay, don't, don't make, I don't want to make you mad. Okay, sorry, you know, and we kind of work it out and move forward. And you were just like, hmm, yeah, okay, whatever, hang up. And it was just, it was different. Christmas was, um, it's okay to talk about that? Yeah, okay. yeah that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. So Christmas, we were going out to, you know, we would go out to Ohio to our families every year and spend time. And, you know, usually four or five days, whatever. And you, uh, you came down with and met us 
and you know so we could drive we we could caravan out together there were times that we'd find we'd uh do we name the kids or no um yeah i've, I've said okay. derek and kylie so before, you and yeah. derek were coming down and uh mark and kylie and i we're going to caravan caravan out to ohio together and you we met at the gas station and you know you pumping gas filling up the car whatever you went inside and you were um not feeling great at all and I, I was like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, I, I don't know, because you're like tripping over shit and, you know, whatever. We got, in, so it was one of those, I'm like, you want me to drive? And you're like, yeah, I really need to get some sleep. I haven't been sleeping well lately. Okay, fine. So I basically, I was like, Derek, go with Uncle Mark. The kids got into our car and I drove out there. And so, you know, I remember being in the car and I was like, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? And you're like, I just, I can't sleep. I just, like I was telling you, I've, I've been sick. I can't figure out what it is. And I'm like, you seem like you're really drunk. And you're like, no, it's like, <laughs> you're like, no, it's new. Why the no, I'm, it's this. I wish I was drunk. I would feel better. I, I you know, that kind of thing. And uh, so we drove out. And that night, Mark was mad because he was like, when, when did I get to be the kid's babysitter? You just you know, put Derek in the car and didn't even say a thing. And I'm like, Bill was, I, I didn't want him driving out there. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, I think he was like lit. He's like, what the fuck? What, why is he drinking at noon? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I think he was drunk. I said, I, I didn't think it was safe for him to drive out there with Derek, you know? So that was, but it was, it was kind of a deniability, like denial thing. Cause you told me, you're like, no, no, I just don't feel good. And I believed, even though I thought, and Mark and I talked about it, and I, he's like, how the fuck could that be the case? That can't be true. And I'm like, I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too. So, you know, <laughs> it was, uh, he both says it's not true. Well, and I'm and like, it, okay, it, I believed you. Well, and that's the thing is that uh, that's part of the problem. And, Mike, I don't think this is going to surprise you at all because we've talked about these mm -hmm. things. Um <clears throat> I was drunk. Everything mm -hmm. you thought was true, but right. um, I did that. I did that to Dawn all the time too. It's like, no, it's not this. It's not that. Uh -huh. um, but in and I forgot about the. I forgot about Christmas. Obviously, Dad's. You know, Dad's yeah. funeral. I remember, I remember. I mean, I was. I talked about that openly mm -hmm. on here. You know, I was loaded. Um, but but yeah, I almost forgot about the Christmas thing. But yeah, and it was. It's like I said. It just. I don't know. Like Mike and I were talking about this one time. So with me being that far away, and you you brought up a great point because Mike and I were talking about that a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was last the the wedding. Your yeah, Kathy, oh, you're in right. Mark's you're yeah. in Mark's wedding. That's a good where, story. Where Dad brought up that that thing, but um, but the whole point was is that in those circumstances, I could. I could blend for a little bit as long as I, and I'm going to use big old air quotes here, <laughs> controlled myself. Right. Um, but so, again, the Christmases, the, the summer things. But the problem was, like, when Dawn and I got together, is that we do all these things, but then when the party stopped, I kept going, yeah. you know? Yep. And, and of course, that was that was years ago. And, Mike, obviously, I know you were the, you were the same way. But, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you're talking that's that was December. I didn't get sober till, you know. April, you know, so that was four months and I was, I was clearly in trouble yeah. then, but I didn't, um, yeah, so I mean, I, that... I don't think I saw oh, you, I don't think, I mean, again, we talked every day, like once, once a day, sometimes twice a day, um, but I don't think I saw you again until April, you know, or no, I'm right. sorry, or I'm March. sorry, that's no, funeral, that's funeral, but so between Christmas, right. Christmas and April, I saw you, you know, once, and, um, 
Right. It, you know. And it didn't. It didn't get any better. That was well. That was another, the funeral. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the funeral was another one where. Spoiler like, alert. <laughs> you know, came out of the blue where, you know, you and I drove together to go to the funeral. Dan or Mark and Kylie drove together. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't that? know what that is. I don't either. I don't think I heard anything. It's like. Huh. Well, that must be on our end. Yep. Okay. Okay, it's it's gone now. I'm, I'm okay. not touching so anything. No cellophane bags, nothing. <laughs> no, it was a, uh, and it's but, happened before. Yeah. I think it's like some sort of an internet interruption. Remember when I, and you'll hear probably you'll probably hear it on the recording mic. It happened to me a couple of times when, when I was still in Wisconsin. It just it's a like a buzzing sort of thing. Ah. So something's going through there. So for everyone there, apologize. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You didn't miss anything. We both Kathy and I shut up while that was happening anyhow. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's but, um, the problem. See, we're we're drinking, and you people are around us, and you're slowing us down, and you're getting in our way. <laughs> That's really the problem. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't because if you openly drank whatever volume right. you're drinking in front of other people, you'd mm-hmm. be like, "What the heck is going on?" Right. So we just have to tell you we're not feeling well and we're tired. Right. Right. Yep. Well, in. And those were true statements. I was tired. I wasn't feeling good, but it was because I was drunk. Right. <laughs> and I wasn't sleepy because I was drinking a lot and mm-hmm. all those different things. So all those, again, I wasn't I wasn't lying to you about those statements. But, yeah, I'm not going to go, oh, yeah, by Just the way. omitting a few things. Right. You know, like right. The, the half a gallon of whiskey I have in my belly right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, the uh, the the half truths, the just enough, mm-hmm. only answering only answering the questions that you're directly asked yeah. type of thing. But uh-huh. so, does that? Uh, I mean, does that answer the question, Mike? Or do you got more more questions on that? <laughs> it actually, <wasn't. laughs> I'm seriously. No, seriously, I was looking for you know he's a better person now. He's well, he, I mean, he's so much more caring and loving. But no, of course not. He's still the same asshole he was before. Well, I, but, <laughs> And so, but Mike, well, hey. I mean, between the two of us, we have always been close. Uh-huh. And there's, I right. mean, I, I, I could count on one hand the time, the number of times that we've actually gotten in a fight. You know, it just rarely, right. rarely happens. The times that it happened were definitely, <laughs> it was probably during that time. I can think of one or two mm-hmm. during that time. But otherwise, we've always been, like, close and besties. And um, you, I mean... You are definitely um, kinder, gentler. Yes, you are a better person. But as far as like your personality and how we get along is, uh, you know, you're still, it. it's not like a drastic thing. I mean, I, I hear people talk about, you know, all um, sobriety and if I don't get to drink anymore, I'm just, I'm going to be a dud. I'm this, I'm that, you know, um, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be any fun. And I don't see that at all. You definitely are more... But it, like I said, from my perspective, it's it's. Um, he's still a dick. He can say it. No, but it's not. I'm, <laughs> but he's not. And I'm okay with always, that. I know. He's never been like. I just apologize what right. I am now. Right. <laughs> That's the only difference. I just actually say I'm sorry and I right. mean it. Right. <laughs> no, but he's. I mean, Bill's never been like that with me, though. So. <laughs> All right. Good. so the the thing of it is though and uh so for any for anyone listening that got uncomfortable during that story (laughs) um 
and it is. It's uh, that the here's the thing, and this is going to be a weird way to to put this, Mike. I know you're going to understand, but mm-hmm. um, I need to I need to hear those stories mm-hmm. again, and I need to feel those stories again because it. Um, that was a very uncomfortable, how long was that? 10, 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, extremely uncomfortable, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Because the thing of it is, and, and Mike, you and I have talked about it, I don't know how many times, is that, you know, there's, um, I, I get it, we we all have one day at a time, live in one day, live in the future, or I'm sorry, live in the present, not the future, forget the past. But I'm of the opinion, and, and Mike, and, Mike, you and I have talked about this, that you mm-hmm. gotta you got to take a peek back there every once in a while. Oh, yeah. And it's okay for somebody to bring up those stories because then if if you brought up that story and told that story, Kathy, and, and if one of two things happened, if I got mad, that'd be a problem. Mm-hmm. Or if I didn't feel anything when you told that story, that'd be a huge problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing for me to get mad at. And when when Mike asked that question, I just kind of I kicked back on my chair and I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> here <Yep>. we go. <laughs> but but it's okay, yeah. you know? And, and that's one of the... That's one of the whole points of of, of in, in having a somebody as close as you and I are. Everything you just explained, and, and to Mike's point of asking that question, you know, you've only known him. You've only known sober right. Mike. You know, you, right. you hear his stories. I've only mm-hmm. known sober Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, but I believe your stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's an interesting. For me, it's an interesting perspective, and um, you know, yeah, just uh, again, yeah, it, they're uncomfortable. But again, in my opinion, you got to be able to hear those stories. You got to be able to take it, you know, because that's the only way that that I'm going to get better. In, in my opinion, I feel that's the way that we get better as sober individuals. To oh, be able absolutely, to face those and, and I'll go a step further. You know, it's one of the benefits of working this program is we can be uncomfortable. And we can be accountable and we can say, yes, that was me. Yes, I was that horrible human being and I'm not anymore. And but I can I can work. I can walk through that uncomfortability. Uncomfortable. I can't even say the goddamn word now. (laughs) I can be uncomfortable (laughs) in that situation and get through it and not have to, you know, and not allow myself to. Go, oh, well, that's, I, I feel uncomfortable. Oh, my God, I, I've got to medicate myself in some way. No, I can be uncomfortable because I made someone else uncomfortable. Now they can make me uncomfortable because I made them uncomfortable, and we can walk through it and get to the other side of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the other thing, too, when we were talking about this, God, probably, I don't know, shit, it could even be 10 episodes ago where, uh, and we've had people ask us. I, I've had people ask me. They're mm-hmm. like, "Man, you guys are, you guys are just kind of bearing your souls out there." And mm. here's the here's the thing: is I understand where where these words are going. I understand they're going out to, you know, maybe in our case only hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're still going out to hundreds of people. You know? Right. Um, but the other thing too is that. Um, part of when we're having these conversations it's uh it it's it's like a it's like a meeting it's like therapy yeah. it's getting mm-hmm. this shit off our off our chest and it really is another another level of of our you know recovery and our sobriety and all those different things uh, but i mean i have i've had people say damn you guys are you guys are talking about <laughs> some shit man <laughs> and and you know what it's okay because the thing of it is is that here's the cool part like kind of what to your what your point was is that when all said and done, I'm going to walk downstairs. I'm not going to bow, you know, kind of like raise my head down, have that 
be afraid to look Kathy no. in the face. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be afraid to look my daughter in the face after I told that story again. That was an uncomfortable story, mm-hmm. but an important one to, to, to tell again, you know. Um, and I don't have to be uncomfortable around my kids when they start hearing this or other family members. Right. Everyone knows the people that are going to hear this, the, the people close to me. And if somebody walked up off the street, you know, that I, I don't know, somebody that followed us and are like, damn, dude. And I'd be like, yeah, it is, it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, you know, yeah, so. but you know who, I don't know. I don't feel any of that at all. I, like you said, I, I'm, I, I see this all as just positive and progress. And, um, I mean, what, what you guys are doing is helpful. I mean, it's, it's helpful to me. I mean, I listen every week and I, you know, part of it makes me laugh. Um, part of it good (laughs) yeah good you know but also part of it makes we're we're funny guys (laughs) part of it makes me think i mean because the the program the 12-step program you know the the, that you guys are going through there are aspects of that program that are just teaching me how to be a better person and you know i do take away so so stop on yeah stop on that real quick um because you had mentioned that before and i you and I haven't talked about that that yet, but even pick um, like what do you mean? I mean? Are there specific things that kind of pop off the top of your head? Because I, and and I know Chris had mentioned that too. Mm-hmm. That uh, and you had mentioned that Mike when you were talking about it. That some of these normies were getting these bits and pieces of information. Mm-hmm. So right. what, like what what came up that you're kind of like oh? Well, okay. the the first The first one that I remember was the Huffle when you guys talked about the. <laughs> right <laughs> which the is it the is Hubble the absolutes yeah the four okay. absolutes yep mm-hmm. honesty unselfishness uh, purity and love yes right so that you know hearing those and hearing how you strive through this program strive to to achieve that on a daily basis you know makes me it makes me think twice wow okay i should go back you know that's something that that every person should be should be adopting Mm-hmm. You know, to to live to be honest and pure and loving and I don't remember the other one H unselfish unselfish the one everyone right. forgets but but all of that you know <laughs> the, the it's the uh, of the Hubble <laughs> I didn't know if it was uh, HPL you know where you pretend there's a vowel there a fibble you know um, <laughs> <laughs> but, nope I don't, nope <laughs> um, so you bring up you know. AA and the the 12-step program, there are a lot of aspects. It's really, I see it as just how to be a good human being. And Mm -hmm. um, there are pieces that I take, and there's, I think, just about every episode when I'm like, "Mm, yeah, wow, should be doing that. You know, where you take, (laughs) well, you you know, you take inventory (laughs) on a daily basis. And I'm like, damn, Mm -hmm. that's really a good thing. Um, That's a really good idea, and that's something that I should strive for. So, you know, the Huffle was the first one that that really kind of hit with me, and um, but I usually, I almost always get something out of every episode. Nice, so, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. No, thank you. And <laughs> no, well, no, and, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> all the thanks is on this side of the table. <laughs> it's all over here. <laughs> so, in, in what do they tell us, Mike, about the steps? As far as the word alcohol in the steps, what do they tell us about that? Uh, you know, it's, uh, well, <laughs> it's probably the least important thing. It really is. You know, it's the substance. It's it's a symptom, as the big book says. Alcohol is just a symptom. We're rotten people, and we need to be better. And if we're better people, <laughs> then we don't need the substance. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And the word the word alcohol, it only appears in step one. The rest of the steps have nothing. If you read them, it right. has nothing, nothing about alcohol in them or or anything like that. So that's where and that was pointed out to us. I think relatively early, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it, it it is, and you just said it, Kath. I mean, it's uh, they're kind of uh, I mean, I don't know anyone. I think, <laughs> and when we. I know when I first got sober, and I think, Mike, you probably, you and I probably talked about this, it just, when you start to get into these steps and things like things like that, and then you're out in the world, and you're mm-hmm. like, why can't everyone just go to a <laughs> fucking meeting? Right. Re- just practice even one of these fucking steps. <laughs> why is that person lying you know, to me? I know they're lying. Damn it. Honestly, right. couple. <laughs> So. You just want to you want to hand them a pamphlet, <laughs> not because you have an alcohol problem. Just read the steps. You're just, just an asshole, li- yes. <laughs> right? Try try to try to read this and then mm-hmm. uh, and then see. You know, it, it's funny because um, growing up with, uh, with when Dad sobered up, um, I, I thought I knew all there was to well, not all there was. I thought I had a good. <laughs> I know, laugh right. Um, I'm laughing at myself because yeah, I thought right. I, I thought I had it out. I was, I was laughing at me. Yeah, not you. no, I, did, I, I thought I had a good handle on what AA was um, mm-hmm. until you guys sobered up and watching you go through it. And I've been more involved, you know, attending meetings with you, going to Founders Day, um, even listening mm-hmm. to the podcast and really understanding what the program was about. I didn't have a freaking clue. I just had <laughs> I had a dad who was a sober alcoholic and I right you know so I had knowledge and I appreciated that but I didn't know anything about the program. Well, and you know the the thing of it is is that uh, he he talked about it. I did you ever go to a meeting with him? Yeah, we did when we were kids. I mean, I know we're I I listened. Uh, we were there one time when he led. I don't remember the specific. Yeah, and I don't remember that. I, well, you know, I remember being there, and I remember him leading, and I remember just wanting to leave because it was <laughs> well, it was freaking me out. It was, I mean, we we probably would have been what I, I was probably fourteen, fifteen, mm. and it was yeah. too much, too soon. Right. You know, the honesty. I wasn't. It was too close because it wasn't all that long since he and mom had split up and. You know, I, I didn't want to hear the bad stuff. I wasn't ready for it. And so right. I remember, and we were there at a meeting, I know, when because I remember meeting Dad's sponsor, but I don't remember it being Jack. And, I, God, I wish I did. Um, but, um, you know, so I I listened to his lead, don't remember any of, the, of it. I listened to, and so I've been to a couple of meetings with him, but I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah, and I have. Uh, I just remember being at the meetings, uh, even when I when I worked for him. So you figure oh, I yeah. was, you know, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen years old. Um, but still, I don't. I just remember going to with him and Stu. Mm-hmm. Like I told the story about Stu, right? Um, but I don't remember anything about the meetings. But so, so on. The, and that was one of my other my other questions. So on the on the whole dad thing, and you know, clearly. I've talked about, you know, our dad on here and the fact that he got sober um, 29 years and all that sort of thing. So, Mike, first of all, you talked about your mom. She was an alcoholic. And mm-hmm. you had mentioned, it might have been in the last episode, that you, I think you said that you had the gene. So, do you mm. feel for you that it's genetic or, and that's something we hadn't talked about before. Nature or nurture? Personally, for me. Well, yeah. for, for Mike right first. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, my my grandfather was an alcoholic, um, 
and my mother was, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know about my father's side of the family. Um, I just don't. But um, yeah, you know, it's definitely genetic with me. You know, it's I have the allergy, <laughs> and it is a uh, it's a physical thing. You know, yes, I have the mental obsession too. Um, that but that developed. I I, I firmly believe that it, it's a physical thing with me that I react differently to drugs and alcohol than a normal person would. Yeah, and uh, and what I mean, what do you think, Kath? I mean, because I look at I look at us, and well, here's the thing, and I've. You know, and I understand the genetic part of it, and I I feel that I have the same thing. I mean, I feel that I have that that thing, but where did it come from? You know, right. and to begin with, I think that's part of what I I don't man I don't even know if I questioned it, but there was so much talk about it being a family disease and this and that, mm. or it could be this or it could be that, and finally, and I'm sure I heard it somebody in the lead say it, but um, the person said. At least my feeling now is I have no idea why, but I know I am, and mm -hmm. I know what the solution is, thankfully. And, you know, we're part of that solution, thankfully. You right. know, because then, and then, and that was kind of my question for, you know, on, on Kathy's side of things. So we came from the same father, of course, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, do you, and I don't know, do you think that, um, that you, like, had the gene and just didn't take the path, or, or how do you feel about that? Oh, uh, you know, I don't. I, I don't know. Do I have the gene? I don't know. Um, do what? There are a lot of similar. Do you? I would. I would see a gen genetic component in you for sure, just because the way that you know the extreme that Dad was at when he sobered up is. <laughs> no, I, I mean seriously, right. is very similar mm -hmm. to you were the exact same thing. You know, I mean, really extreme situation before you sobered up. <laughs> Dad, um, but I, I don't know. I, I, do I have the gene? I don't know. But I'm also very well. Well, go ahead. I, I was just going to say. I mean, you know, uh, brothers and sisters, you know, will have different eye colors or different hair color. I mean, it. You know, it. It can miss you. It can. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that. So, in other words. In other words, so he shot it into me and not oh, you. Great. Oh, my God. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that – I'm not even going to go I know, there. Never right. mind. Stop. Never mind. Stop right now. But, um, <laughs> but I'm also – Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I'm also like – Wait, are you still blaming someone else? <laughs> wow. That's, exa that's exactly why I did it that way, yep. yes. I was waiting for you to jump in. So thank you, Mike. I, You're welcome. I'm, again, You're I'm welcome. Uh, I'm sitting here and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why are you not saying anything? Uh, I'm get there. But I, Don't you worry. Right. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm also very personally aware of um, tendencies uh, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, let me give you an example. So beginning of the pandemic, you know, everything closes down and I'm working from home and I, you know, I'm a banker. So we... The, the, the government was giving out all this money to um, to companies to try and help when everything was shut down, make sure they could continue to pay mm -hmm. people these PPP loans through the SBA that were administered by banks. So basically, you know, like 12 hours a day, all I'm doing is sitting at the dining room table, inputting applications, trying to get people's loans submitted. You know, da -da -da -da. I'd wake up at six in the morning, I'd log on, I'd um, work till dinner, take a break, and then work till bedtime. But after 
So I'd make dinner and then afterwards, then it was a little more low key. You know, I'd have a glass of wine while I was putting in some of these applications. Um, mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> these people got denied. <laughs> no, they were all accepted, by the way. But, <laughs> but this, that's exactly where I'm going. So, you know, I'm, so I'm, there were nights that I was working till 10, 11, midnight, and um, I'd, I'd kill a bottle. And all of a, I did that twice during the pandemic. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, you know what? Be self-aware. This, this, this can't be a habit. And so I stopped because my normal is, uh, you know, a glass or two of wine. And mm-hmm. so I, I and we're not even paying attention to it. It's over the course of many hours. I wasn't drunk, but it was a tendency right. or it was, it was, a it was something I don't like. I don't need to drink a whole bottle of wine. So I tend to be uber aware if I see a, a trend in myself. Um, I d- I've never physically been like, oh, my God, I have to have wine. Or if I don't have, you know, a cocktail tonight, I'm like, I can't survive. But I just. Can you relate to any of that, Bill? Because I sure as hell can't. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, you know, Charlie Brown's Charlie Brown's teacher. That's about what wah, I heard. Normal rap. Right. <laughs> right. But there you go. There you go. Yeah, that is. That, there's the difference in a nutshell. Yeah. Right. You, right. You've never had the compulsion. You never. Us. We're like, oh, good. I'm. I'm. Oh my God, the pandemic would have happened, and I actually had a job. Um. <laughs> I. <laughs> I could sit there and get drunk and get paid for it. Woohoo! <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's uh, as you were telling that story. I mean, you were, you were, perfectly perfectly answering that question so mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just been it's been one of those things where you know you you look at that again that lineage and things like that is that you know is it in the male side of things and um i who knows i mean i i don't no, know I you don't. know whatever whatever the deal yeah, is i mean i know yeah we know, know plenty of females I don't know. The, no i'm saying right. the male side of thing in, in our family oh, right in our oh, family yeah. oh in our family yeah. Yeah, yeah sure but i don't i don't know that that's necessarily a thing thing but no, right. no, 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 no. Oh, no, In we know, family, God. Sure. We know some. We know some hardcore women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we do. We've heard. We've heard some stories. <laughs> so no, you ladies out there, I take nothing away from you. You ladies hit it hard, and I respect wow. the shit out of you for it. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait till we. Wait till we start getting some of these people on, especially mm-hmm. the our friend, the chick from California. She's got stories. Uh-huh. Um, the. Daphne, the other one I was just talking about, I heard briefly what her story was, and I've, uh, you know, I mean, God, think about all the all the friends of ours in, in mm-hmm. Cleveland. Yeah. Um, oh right. my God, the, yeah, these these women don't play, that's for sure. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, you know, there's uh, they were equal opportunity right there. That's for damn sure. You know, sometimes, and Bill, I've told you this before. There there are times that I, um, sometimes I feel like I don't really fit because um, I I drink, but you know, I don't drink a lot. Um, so I, I drink, so I don't really fit in with the sober crowd, but I don't really drink a lot. So when I'm with, out with people or friends where they're like, oh, you know, keep ordering drinks. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going home. You know, I'm kind of past <laughs> that point too. So it's, it's a weird in between. Sometimes it just feels a little weird. Like there's not a place. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's normal. That's what normal people do. They go out and they have a drink or two and they go, I'm done. And they go home and they wake <laughs> up in the morning and they go to work and they take care of their kids and pay their bills. And 
And then, you know, a week later, they'll have a couple more drinks. <laughs> we just don't understand that. Right. True. True. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I mean, I know, and you, you were talking about that recently, because, yeah, there's still, well, I mean, all the, there's a lot of people that um, that we went to high school with, you know, I mean, specifically the people that I went to high school with, I, I've i got a lot of high school friends on Facebook and things like that. Mm -hmm. One mm -hmm. of the reasons I'm not, I haven't been open on Facebook ever since I've been sober is because probably, I don't know, 60%, if not, well, probably 70% of my Facebook friends are either family or my sober friends. Mm -hmm. And there's another probably 30% that are, you know, high school friends maybe, or just people I've met randomly over the years. But right. out of, literally, it's like all these all these high school friends that I had, there's some I've had interactions with on Facebook. I, you know, I they're cool, but um, but man, they're in, a, they're in a whole different level. I mean, they're still out drinking and partying and everything they're doing is, you know, involving, you know, revolving around that. Same thing, again, same thing we were doing, but they're still doing it, right. you know? Right. So, I mean, but again, I mean, I, I'm not judging them. It just be, I, I have no desire. I've seen nobody from high school. We've been out of high school since 86. Right. You know, and I've seen the, the five-year reunion. I went to that, and ever since that point, I'm like, eh, I have no desire, you know? <laughs> right. So. But yeah, I mean, going out and having a having a drink or a couple of drinks and wanting to come home. I mean, that's uh, like Mike's just said. It's yeah, that's, that's that's normal. normal. <laughs> yeah, that that happens to be normal. I I, <laughs> uh, I try to I poured out a bottle of wine a week or so ago because I didn't like it. I bought a bottle. I tried something new, and I was like, "This tastes gross." And I had a glass, and I poured it out. <laughs> Again, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Right. Oh, I, I watched her pour it out. Did I say anything when you poured no. it out? Oh, I think I, I in my head I was just like, fuck, man. Right. Because I mean, I, I wouldn't have cared if I liked it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I would have just, I would have just drank the motherfucker and be like, right. fuck this, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this sucks. I'm putting it down. I'm going to do it fast. Yeah. Well, I'm never going to buy this again after I drink the entire bottle. Exactly. I gotta buy something else that'll fuck me up that I at least like the taste of a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, God, no, I had something. Uh, any other thing I like on that? Any other bits and pieces that you've that you picked out of there, or anything else specific, or just? And again, it was more curiosity because I know you mentioned it, but I never asked you. What do you mean about what? Well, you said that um, you know things that you've picked up about through the podcast oh, and oh, that have kind of helped um... you out. That's where we started on this. See, I did remember that. that I still have that memory. <laughs> right. um, specifically, that was the big one. Like I said, every once in a while, you'll come up with something that makes me think, "Wow, that's a great idea." I, you know, I should, I should work on that. Um, that's. And we need to point out that every time that happens, there are not original ideas from either Bill or I. <laughs> yeah, but you're. I mean, but you're saying it out loud, and you're reminding me how to, how to be a good how to be a good human being really right so um but yeah it's yeah, we've we've made that very very clear that all the things that we and again huge air quotes that we know mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they're just we're, we're just a filter for them that's mm -hmm. all it just yep. somebody else gave it to us filtered it out and it's spitting out of our pie holes <laughs> yep. there's wow. there is there's nothing original that we've that we've been talking about but so the other the other question i had though is that do you in and i remember um mom and larry like being at uh the one keating center father's day event do you remember when when did you first meet mike i mean i know it had to have been in a keating center event but do you remember when you first met him 
Not specifically. I do remember the first time. Mm. He just he was just like we were talking. He was just there one day. No, yeah. no. no. All of a sudden you're like, where where have you been? I've been here the entire time. Fuck, I don't know where you were. There, he was just you. You turned around at Thanksgiving. He's sitting at your table. No, okay? there was right. there was a lot of lead up. <laughs> right. There was a lot of lead up because you're you know because at the time you're in the Keating Center and that's when you know after Dad had died and. So Kylie and I would come out every month and we'd visit, you know, when you lose somebody close, you get, you have a greater appreciation uh, to be close and and to everybody that's left. And so, you know, we used to get to Ohio two times a year, maybe three. And so we started coming out every month and primarily that was to, to visit with grandma and make sure that she was doing okay, but also to see you know, mom and you and um, all the rest of the family in Ohio. And so that became a thing. And so over that time, you know, when when you got your out time, uh, I would come pick you up and go back to the house and hang out. And you just started talking about this friend. You made a friend and you were really excited. And, and, you know, I have a friend. And, and he, well, it became, honestly, right? I mean, he started showing pictures. He's like, this guy, this guy, he and I are, you know, he, he and I clicked and we were close and he's showing pictures like never somebody I would, I, somebody I'd cross the street to avoid. And, you know, and I'm seeing yep. pictures of this, you know, this goth guy and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I was like, you got real romance going on, don't you? But um, <laughs> I've never heard this before. This is good. Keep going. I. You know what? I think I was still. I think I was still like half hung over when I said all that too. Okay. <laughs> no, no, this was, um, what, no. I, the, I, I have no doubt that I said all that. The, no, you were cool, man. I, we did. We clicked right away. We weren't like super good friends right away, but mm-hmm. the time, mm. the first time that I remember um, that stands out was Christmas because you came over for Christmas, and it was uh. after dinner and we were sitting at uh john and gail's in the leather room and mike comes mm-hmm. in and he plops himself down no but i had met you before that was the first time you had met sure. mark um yeah and like the whole family but i remember you plopped yourself right. down in in uncle john's chair like the king's chair and it's like he's in, he's uh-huh. in johnny's chair <laughs> he's what's he's doing and he's john's chair and john uncle john came in and he sat like on the floor on the couch and it's like johnny never sits on the couch he always sits on the chair <laughs> 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 was, uh, so but i had met you before that i just remember that was the first time you met the rest of the family i don't remember the very specific right. very first time it was just all of a sudden, mm, was, what I remember is all of a sudden, uh, I, you know, we were, it was dinner and we're sitting around the table at Mom and Larry's and we're playing Dummy Rummy. And I remember mm-hmm. a post on Facebook, had a great time. Thank you to those people. And, mm. you know, all of a sudden there was this huge transition from those people where you're like trying as hard as hell not to join our family who is grabbing every interview <laughs> and pulling you in. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you can't deny it. You're one of us. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to realize, I, you know, my my, uh, <laughs> my relationship with my actual family wasn't all that great. So um, <laughs> I was a little leery of uh, other families, but uh, you won me over. Well, you probably should be leery <laughs> yeah. of all of us, but what the hell? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I do remember the those people type of thing. And they finally mm-hmm. were just kind of like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. Right. You can't right. You're do one of us. 
<laughs> yeah, you, it right right in front of your eyes. That you know, to to your biggest surprise, you became one of those people. <laughs> yes, I did. It's one of the best things that ever happened to me. Same, yeah, I agree, I agree man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and it is, it's is kind of funny because when, uh, I mean, when we, it, and it's been a while, I, I guess, when, since we've met, you know, like people that we don't know, but I mean, we've talked a lot, you know, on here and stuff like that. And the fact that, uh, I mean, clearly we've known each other and been friends for, you know, 12 years. I mean, not mm-hmm. close friends for that amount of time, but. Um, Damn close. One of the, what, yeah, but I mean, one of the things we, we talk about all the time is the fact that, you know, we've never had a fight, which I think the reason right. I keep bringing it up is because it's, it's staggering to me that we've never had a, had an argument because, right. you know, the, the Keating center and the stresses that went on there living mm-hmm. in a fucking bedroom for a year. Yes, we did. <laughs> and then, you know, learning how to li- literally, you know, coexist in, in, you know, our apartment and stuff together. Mm-hmm. So it just, yeah, it's just crazy. But, but yeah, and that's what, you know, I tell people that all the time and I, you know, find find somebody, man. You gotta have, you gotta have some. At least it's my opinion. Uh, there's mm-hmm. people outside of twelve step programs um, still feel that there's that the the fellowship end of it that you know people can't do the sobriety thing on their own. And I don't. Right. I mean, for for anyone else out there, I do not care. Mike doesn't care if you if you choose AA or NA or a twelve step or a therapist, whatever the hell you do to stay sober, that's cool. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. I think it's a fair statement to say that you better find somebody to, you know, somebody to help you out, you right. know, somebody to confide in, somebody that you can call on, somebody that you can, you know, when, when shit gets weird, you know, when you can't go to a meeting or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, somebody you can make a phone call to or something like that. Right. And I mean, and I know you feel this way, but just being in the, in the Keating center itself and then in that three quarter house is much I don't know as much shit that went on in that three quarter house. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you gotta agree. It was nice having be able to literally turn and having a guy right there to talk to. Not me necessarily. <laughs> right. Even if I was there, there was all these other guys in the house. You could walk out in the living room and just say, "Dude, I got a, I got a problem." Right. Exactly. You know, and and not any, not everybody there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, like yeah, if definitely. somebody's if somebody's faded on the couch because they were right. You know, Mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting up oh a, right, in secret, right? right. Oh yeah, that but, happened plenty of times. No, Not it pl- did. Well, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, well, the, the two that come to mind uh, are Michael and, and Uncle Frankie. I mean, mm-hmm. and who are both still sober to this day. Um, you know, I I see Michael fairly often, um, and I run into Uncle Frankie once in a while. His uh, his sponsor is uh, Chicken Dan, who's a really good friend of mine. I was just at his house today. Um, yeah, you know. And this is coming from someone who is still loner, is still an isolator. Um, you know, I live in this big old house by myself. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's the way I like to live my life. I don't like being around people all the time. Um, I don't. I, I, I don't. I like being alone. I'm very comfortable with that. But that also being said, um, I, I do need... I, I need to know that there's somebody there for me, and and hopefully there's people out there that know that I'm here for them. Um, oh and yeah. Yeah, I can't do it by myself. Well, I can't do it by myself. You know, you, you look like a badass, but you're the world's biggest marshmallow. Yeah. And we love you for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> once again, great things to get on a recording. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, I'm going to mute myself and go vomit. <laughs> but in and I remember you. No, go ahead, Kat. Uh, no, go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, I remember Mike talking about the whole, you know, living by yourself. There's a huge difference, and I agree with you, of being alone versus being lonely, you know? Right. And, oh, yeah. You know, lonely lonely usually means that you have no one to reach out to and nobody there for you. Mm-hmm. Or being alone, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? I right. mean, everyone needs their, their own space and their own time, you know, but there's a... But yeah, I mean, this... And that's the one thing about, you know, the, the three-quarter house. Or just even without that, the, the fact of all the people... The, even the couple that you just mentioned and all the other people that we could reach out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we can go literally anywhere in the world right now, walk into a room and have a friend, which is right. amazing. You know, just because mm-hmm. of the of the fellowship that we belong to. You know, so that in and of itself is cool. The little bit of traveling I've done, the traveling that you've done, mm-hmm. you know, having that, uh, it's just, it's it's weird, you know, but it's really cool. You're never Did alone. Did I tell this story on here about the first time I went to Mexico? No. Um, I don't believe so. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I think I, I know the story, so. but no. Right, right. Yeah, I don't think I told it on here either. So, as I've mentioned before, Chris and I go to Mexico every year. And um, the first time we went down there, we go to an all-inclusive. And uh, that all-inclusive includes alcohol. Um, I've always joked that, you know, I'm going to go up. I've, I've never done it, but I've always said I'm going to go. One of these days I'm going to go up and order a drink and go pour it in the ocean just because I'm already paid for it. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's free. Right, exactly. But um, first time we went down there, um, I, I, there was a couple of moments where I was a little uncomfortable. And, I mean, at that point I was seven years sober, I think, something like that. And um, we were out to dinner one night. And um, I was, I was feeling just, just, you know, not bad. And I certainly didn't want to drink or anything, but I was just a little, something was a little off inside me. And um, I think probably because of that true isolation, I mean, I was there with Chris and, and it was all great, but I, I think it was the first time since I had been sober. I'm just thinking of this now, I'm talking through it. Um, it was the first time I had been sober that I really was in another country. I'm away from everyone. That support oh, wow. yeah. that, that Bill just talked about. And so anyway, we're out to dinner. It's probably the second or third night we were there. And, um, you know, ordered our beverages, uh, non-alcoholic. And there was a couple at the table next to us. And um, I don't remember exactly how it came up, but I think the wife um, noticed that we didn't order alcohol and said something about it and turned out the husband was uh i think 15 or 16 years sober something like that yeah you know it just it was just that's cool there was another drunk another sober drunk sitting there and that was enough that was (laughs) that was all i needed i was cool the rest of the time and every time we've been down there since then um i've never actually had contact with you know another sober drunk as far as i knew but it didn't matter could have been there mm-hmm. you know that was that's enough just knowing that yeah somewhere in this place there is another one of me right and that's <laughs> enough yeah so yeah that was that well and uh and i don't know i think i well i know i told you but uh so when i when i first moved to well i moved back to wisconsin i was in madison and jefferson and when i moved to germantown so that would have been i would have been back here you know two years so figure i was five years sober at the time maybe six at the time i went to this uh, golf outing and it was a uh, the company i was working for a golf outing that we had gone to 
all the time back back in the day when I when I worked for him before and it was a big drink fest. Everything was free: food, lunch, mm-hmm. you know, the dinner, the lunch, booze, anything. And I mean, fucking anything you wanted to drink, all free. And I was going, and I'm same deal. I mean, I, I got enough years under my belt and enough mm-hmm. of that, but I'm like, I plunked right into this old atmosphere, and oh, yeah. and I felt weird, you know. So I was, I was, you know, whatever. You get the cart ready. Uh, I was golfing with um, our collection manager at that time, and you know, he he drinks. He didn't know. He knew I didn't drink, but didn't know the deal behind. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask. Right. But um, so got our clubs in there, and I'm like, I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick. So I had already been in Germantown for, I don't know, a week or so and already hit a, a meeting a couple of times. So I walk into the bathroom and I'm, I'm washing my hands after I went to the bathroom. And this guy comes and he's like, uh, he goes, hey, he goes, you go to you go to New Day, don't you? And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? And it was a it was a guy um, that went to the meeting that I went to at the club in Mequon that you and I went to, Mike. Right. And um, he used to work for one of the car dealerships, so he knew the place, was retired, but they still invited him every year. So same fucking That's deal. Cool. And that just reminded yep. me of it. You know, there there was another alcoholic there. Um, mm-hmm. and, that, and that in and of itself, like you said, I'm, I'm in this this sea of, of this alcoholic behavior that I was involved mm-hmm. in years ago. Um, but it made, and that was like, Literally, right at the beginning of the day, I had eaten lunch. We were about ready to go play golf. I was there maybe 45 minutes. So it was a long day ahead of us. And I had that, like you said, that, okay, that dude's here, you know? Yep. Yep. I'm not alone. Yeah. It was just yeah. uh, it was same thing at the funeral that I was telling you about. Same thing with that mm-hmm. when, he, when that guy walked up to me. Mm-hmm. So yep. that kind of goes to everything that that we've talked about in the past that uh, whatever whatever you believe in mike whatever i believe in you know this this power out there greater than ourselves right something puts these people in our path you mm-hmm. know and and i do believe that i don't know what the hell it is i don't know why i don't mm-hmm. care <laughs> right I, I don't care right. one little bit not gonna question and for it me, and for me that is the power in itself yeah it's enough for me right that's cool yeah yeah and you know, some people call those. Uh, and those are the things that people call God moments, and all those. Yes, they do. <laughs> wow, yes, they do. Well, but but that's but that's the thing. You know, you, uh, whatever people want to label them, I don't give a fuck. They can call right. them, you know, a flying goat moment for all I care. Uh-huh. You know, but <laughs> so somewhere out there, I'm sure somebody you know worships a flying goat. So why not? Right? Sure. Why not? <laughs> to to each his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> ah, that'd be more of like a flying sheep, but anyhow. <laughs> so you know what? I'm looking at the at the time here, and we're at like an hour four right now. So we um, are. We're getting we're getting to that point. But um, Kathy, yes, our our esteemed guest. Um, what other questions do you have uh, before we wrap up? As Anything n- else on your mind? Yes. As normies, how can we help? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. You can't. Okay. Well, let me put it a different way then. As normies, no. No, how can I, 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 what, I don't know how to say it other than how can we help? How can we less annoy? Right. How can we support? How can we blah, blah, oh. blah? No, nothing. You're, um, every, everyone <laughs> in this world is going to annoy anyone else in the world, whether we're sober or not. Um, mm-hmm. We know how to deal with you. We know how to deal with with everyone, you know, whether they're drunk, sober, anything like that, we have the tools to do that. What I was going to say, what I thought you were asking was, how can 
how can you help us if we need it? My answer was just going to be just be there and be available. You know enough about this thing now that, you know, if somebody comes to you, just, you know, have your hand out the same way that we would have our hand out to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's all That's all that any normie has to do is to be open to help if help is asked for. That's all. Okay. Right. Oh, one last, yeah. one last question. Chicken Frankie, mm-hmm. Uncle Dan, all the nicknames. Do you guys have nicknames from the Keating Center? I'm oh, Metal Mike. Metal Mike, you're not weird? Well, and- you're not weird beard? No, that, no, was, that, that was Derek. Kids. That was Derek. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I got named um, the Cheesehead Motherfucker by uh, right. Dante. Dante, yeah. And that yeah. was really fucking early on. Yes, that I was, was. I mean, because he was, well, we were still, shit, we, I don't even think we were 60 or 90 days sober. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I, I believe you had that moniker within my first week there. So you'd only really? been there a few days before. Oh, yeah. He was called. He he called. That's how I first knew you. She said, "Motherfucker." <laughs> she said, "Motherfucker." I didn't know you. I didn't know Bill. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That cool. that dick from Wisconsin, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and and that's what was funny because that's uh, that's why I asked you on the one episode. Now you know, as soon as I, even though I'm only here temporarily, man. I at this point, I not only value it, I demand that people call me that now. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and yeah, that's Marty always. Marty calls me that. Oh too, yeah, Marty said, "Motherfucker." Yep. <laughs> Tell That's that awesome. cheesehead motherfucker I said hello. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a one time. I remember, uh, I was when uh, when Ryan first got in there, and I was mm-hmm. when we when we got there, I talked to him. I'm like, so how's, how's Marty been? Whatever. And he's like, he goes, oh, Marty said to say hi. And I'm like, okay, what did he really say? And he's right. like, he says, tell that motherfucker I said hi. I'm like, there's the Marty I know and love. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say, oh, just tell Bill I said hi. Give him a little hug. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not happening. Not happening. <laughs> All right. So, um, Kathy, obviously, thank you. Um, this has been this has been cool. Um, I don't know if you're going to hit rival sons or not. We'll see. We'll see where we're at in the week. We'll wait. Right. We'll wait for the uh, for the audience to pull in on this. Uh, I, wait for the I numbers to come in. <laughs> yep. Uh, call now and tell us what you think. One eight hundred. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, seriously. Thank you. Obviously, uh, we'll tell, mm-hmm. tell you the same thing we told Chris. I mean, you're you're welcome anytime. Um, I'm going to say that to be nice, but uh, we may never have you on again. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> really was looking forward to being the final you know, the grand finale, but whatever. No, but it makes mm-hmm. more it, it makes more sense. I was thinking twenty five, but no twenty six, you know, cut fifty two in it. Nope, it's Damn gotta it. be it's gotta be after next week. So yep. <laughs> but anyhow, so seriously, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh Mike, anything else on your mind? <laughs> Not a goddamn Well, you know what? Actually <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yep. <laughs> no, you know what? Um I don't listen I I meant to do this. I meant to do it earlier, but I do want to do I'm going to get serious here for a minute. Um I listened to last week's episode. I don't listen to every episode all the way through, but I did last week. And when um we were telling the story about when uh, mom called and, uh, you know, I thought that you had possibly uh, fallen off the old wagon. Um, <laughs> and I, and basically, I, and we were laughing our asses off and me saying, you know, um, go kill yourself. Just get it over with. Um, that was us. That's different. For everyone listening out there, that is not my response <laughs> <laughs> to when someone fucks up and, and they need help. Um, it is for Bill, only because he knows, he knows, and if he 
chooses not to do what he has to do to stay sober, then yes, my advice to him is to go fucking kill himself. But <laughs> <laughs> only because, um, you know, I don't inflict pain on anybody, man. Um, you're not worth it. And uh, we are. Right. But, yes. But I just wanted to make it clear, and we, yes, we joked about it and all that good stuff, but um, that is not my response. If you need help, don't think if you walk up to one of us alcoholics, we're going to tell you to go end it. Um, we're going to tell you to start working, do the work that we do every day. That's what I'm going to tell somebody. I just wanted to make that clear because when I listened to it, yeah, we were laughing our asses off, but it did come off as a little callous, and God knows we are calloused. Um, we are very calloused, and if you've listened to this, you know that. <laughs> but we are calloused, but we care. Um, I believe Kathy called me a marshmallow earlier, <laughs> um, and I do. I Because of this program, I give a shit about other people. Um, so um, if you're having a problem, man, go find some help. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, out there, and we will help you. Excellent. Oh yeah, and Mike, Mike and I talk to each other. Uh, we don't talk to anyone else like we talk to each other, but right, um, we've we've been we're close enough, and I just say we've earned the right to, to talk to the, to each mm -hmm. other the way that we do. Absolutely, because we're almost like talking to ourselves when it comes to that, and mm -hmm. I, that's probably the easiest way to put it. That you and it I are, are just, uh, you know, I. I would tell you the same thing I'd tell myself. I would give myself the same mm -hmm. advice. So, yeah, that's yep. a good point. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at it that way, but I'm glad you picked up on that because, yeah, yeah we want to make sure that uh, is, as much as we fuck around on here, yeah, we would help. Uh, we would do anything within our power to help anyone, you know, that we could. Yep. So, perfect. Absolutely. Cool. And All right. Now, on that note. No, wait. I just go ahead, I did Matt. have one last thing to say. Um, I, yeah. I am proud as hell of you guys, and I love you tons. Nah, <laughs> we love you too. Yep, you know we love you. Mm -hmm. And now Mike's gonna tell you to fuck off in a second, so let him let I him am. be. Let him be. I, I found that endearing. Right. I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Mike. I'm gonna mute her now, so you can do your thing. Oh, make it turn purple. She likes <laughs> it that way. <laughs> and I didn't mute her though. I didn't mute her. No, go go again. She muted herself. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, be kind to yourself and to everyone around you. Go out there this week, do something good for somebody else, and don't tell anybody about it. And, uh, you know, uh, leave us a five-star rating, um, you know, buy a T-shirt, buy a coffee mug. Um, and, as always, please, please... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and as always, I love it. See, you made her you made her giggle over there too. Yay, I made somebody happy. Yeah. You did. All right, brother. All right, sister. I love you both. Love and you uh we'll 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 talk soon. See ya. Mike. Love everybody. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.